Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. Crossing to Israel for our first report of the morning. Raleigh Marks, good morning. How are you? Well, I'm fired up. The inner warrior is Is coming out. Mm -hmm. The inner warrior is back. The grief is still there, and I don't think any of us will be the same after uh, the 7th of October. But let me tell you something, looking at what's happening around the world and the response to that, seeing our ambassador to the United Nations wearing that yellow star, making a very, very strong statement, I think that the only way to fight the hatred out there, and remember, guys, this time we are not quiet. This time we are not helpless. This time we have a country, we have an army, and this time we fight back. You know, yesterday I was approached by one of my Mawita federations. They're having an event. This is in Hamburg in Germany, and they said, we canceled the dancing because nobody feels like dancing. I said, no, no, no. You don't cancel that dancing. You dance. When Hamas came through those fences on that Saturday morning and when we see them in our neighborhoods and uh, we see all the intimidation, they want to destroy our very Jewish identity, our way of life, our celebration of life. And you get out there and you dance. You dance for those who cannot dance anymore. You, you dance because above all things, we revere life and we will not. And we cannot let anybody take that from us. Absolutely, absolutely right. And and it really is a dilemma because that is exactly what we feel. I went to an evening the other night that was a designed about solidarity and, and it was incredibly powerful. And then there was dancing and I thought, ooh, should we be doing this? And I looked and I thought, yeah, we should be doing exactly this because we celebrate our faith, we stand together, and we make sure that it will never happen again. Rolene, Tell us about this incredible news of this rescue. Well, this is incredible. You know, we, I think we've needed it. I think we've needed just that that, that ray of hope. And, and last night, the joint statement from the Shabak and the IDF coming in that they had rescued a female soldier called uh, Ori Mekdish. The celebrations around Israel, I mean, you, you, we were all glued to our TV screens watching her reunite with her, her, her grandmother. Now, of course, the IDF will not give us any details on that rescue, and we, we can understand why. We did hear from the Prime Minister yesterday saying that ground operations actually make the process of rescuing hostages that much easier. You know, many of us are thinking surely uh, a ground operation makes it more difficult and endangers them, but, uh, you know, I'm not a, a, a military uh, strategist so uh, you know uh, I leave it in the good hands mm, of mm. our generals. I mean, I know many celebrities out there, Howard, think that they are geopolitical. <laughs> uh, well, they've gone from what? And, they've gone uh, from COVID to there was something in the middle. Ukraine, uh, experts on the Ukraine-Russian war, and uh, now they are experts on the Middle East, which is nice. Well, of course. I mean, you know, thank goodness for them. Uh, I, I would hate to ask any of our generals what they think we mm, should do. Mm, mm. But uh, all that the IDF spokesman was saying is that 
she provided them with a lot of important information. So uh, that's what we have a significant event. And come on, boys and girls, go get them. Go but it's just incredible, you know, it brings such home. hope because uh, whereas we know, unfortunately, realistically, and have to accept that many of the hostages will not be alive, uh, we at least know that there's a chance of saving some of them. And here we have just seen one particular person saved at least. There's, and then we saw those, those terrible images of those three women yesterday in, in what can only be described as an attempted psychological warfare, which, and, and, and in fact was very craftily written because I thought it took advantage of the um, embarrassment that Netanyahu caused, brought upon himself by tweeting something inappropriate about blame, then deleting it. You could see that, that Hamas took advantage of that. So whoever's thinking along their political strategy and psychological um, battle against Israel and Israelis and Jews knows what they're doing. Well, exactly that. And, and people must remember that we are dealing with the masters the masters of psychological manipulation. You know, uh, this is this is what they do. Uh, they wage war not only physically but psychologically and mentally. I refuse to share that that uh, that video. I received it. I deleted it immediately. Uh, you know, I will not be a party to to sharing those horrific images. You can only imagine what's happening behind the cameras. Mm, mm. Really remarkable. You, yeah. Really, really remarkable. But I, I want to speak for a moment about the issue of ceasefire because I know that we're hearing from mm. people, and of course our geopolitical experts Drake and JLo, uh, and not forgetting Alyssa Milano, that you know we should engage in in a ceasefire. Mm. Uh, first of all, I, I I want to explain to people when we look at conflict in the Middle East, it's conflict in the Middle East, not in a Western country. Hmm. There are rules of engagement in the Middle East, and while Israel will always obey the the, the, the the rules of war and international relations, we also know the region that we operate in. And in our region, you don't appease and you don't take a step back. You hit hard. In fact, you hit as hard as you can because it sends a warning to any other opportunistic uh, countries around the the region don't mess with us. Uh, and it, get, it garners you a, a weird kind of respect. If Israel had not responded as heavily as uh, we, we have, we would be uh, in a war of annihilation right now. Mm. So it, it's something very important to consider. Also, consider the enemy. We are dealing with Hamas. We are not dealing with a Western country. We are dealing with a terror organization. Uh, and we had a ceasefire at 6 o'clock in the morning on the 7th of October. And at 6.30 in the morning, we were at war. And, and I don't really understand what they even mean because what, what is – a ceasefire isn't a ceasefire. It's rearmament. It's very simple. It's rearmament. It's got, it's got very, very little to do with a ceasefire. Ceasefire means you only have a ceasefire if there's a chance that you can come to a lasting solution. You can't. The only solution for Hamas is, is that every Jew in Israel is either dead or removed from the area. It's, it's really as simple as that. They say it 
and they proved it and they tried to do it. So I'm just not sure what anybody what anybody should is is, is thinking about this. The there are lots of reports as well about um, IDF tanks very close to Gaza City, close to um, Israel operating in the region. Would you say that this has moved fully into that phase, or is it still uh, is it still a bit tentative in terms of Israel and the invasion? Well, I think that what we're seeing is a very methodical, very uh, slow, gradual expansion of the ground incursion. You know, it expands a little bit, a little bit by by day. They move, uh, and you know, yesterday they said they had moved two kilometres in, which doesn't sound like a lot, but when you consider what the IDF is up against—a ruthless, brutal enemy, which where you have to go house to house and there's booby traps and 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 all of that—they are doing it methodical, slowly. Uh, and uh, and with a big big hammer, so that they are progressing. And if you look at the actual map, it looks like they've they've cut off uh, the access road to the southern part of the the, the country. They've uh, appealed to all civilians to get out to the to the south where it's safe. And 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 they've they've concentrated their efforts in a very very specific area, and that's where the fighting is uh, taking place. And uh, that is where we leave it. Rolene Marks, thank you as always. Uh, thank you for the first update from Israel. You can catch Rolene on the overdrive. And, of course, we'll chat to her tomorrow morning at 6.36.